pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Resonance 104.4 FM. This is One Life Left. Welcome to Resonance 104.4 FM's video game show, One Life Left. I'm Steve Curran. I'm Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. And that was our mic test. Yeah. That's how prepared we are. Didn't really work for you, did it? Straight on the air. <laughs> I'm going to talk more quietly. Over the next hour, we're going to be talking about video games. We're really, really excited. We're so excited. In fact, we're hanging out. We're oh, hanging what? out live on Google Plus right now. In fact, we've just had our first person join us. Who's Damien, that? I think. Hello, uh, we can't... Are you listening live, Damien? He can't hear us. Anyway, this is great radio. We're going to be talking about video games for the next hour. In this next hour, we have got features. Whoa. I know. Uh, Derek will be making an appearance this week, as he has for every one of the 150 episodes, bar six, that we can't talk about. We're going to be doing reviews. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be doing news. Always. But not quite yet, because no. first of all, Simon's going to introduce our very special guest. Look, everybody, uh, and uh, especially for you, Damien, on uh, Google+, Plus, who's drinking. Hey! <laughs> it's Mike Channel from Official Xbox Magazine. Hello, Mike. Hello, chaps. How are you? Chaps and Dan. And, and Damien. And Damien. Hi, Damien. This I is approve a, of the drinking. <laughs> this is a unique radio experiment, uh, not having... Mike, I'm sorry, I don't mean having Mike in the studio. <laughs> Letting um, him on air. Although we have never done that before. No, uh, if you search for me, Simon Byron, on Google+, Plus, I think you should be able to hang out. We've not got the sound down, but you, can, you should be listening live on the radio. And we'll show you around and stuff, but that's going to be fun. And if you weren't listening, if you're listening to the podcast, then where were you? Where were you? Because we're never doing this again. And every, every five minutes or so, an Although, item of clothing will come off. If you if you are listening to podcasts, uh, we'll be giving out Simon's number later, <laughs> so, so you can call him in the middle of the night and uh, strip at your own leisure. Exactly. But for now, we're going to be doing the news. Come on, 
25th of July. I'm Anne Scanthbury and this is the news. The Vice President of EA Sports has sounded the death knell for shops selling video games. VP Andrew Wilson believes at some point people will stop going into shops to get games in favour of streaming, downloading or any number of things. Speaking to Eurogamer at the Develop Conference, he said they are putting the control in the hands of the consumer and letting them decide how they want to play. One Life Left is predicting that video games will get downloaded straight into your brain in the future. If that happens, we said it first and that's our exclusive. Is that an actual exclusive? If it happens. How do we say exclusive? Exclusive! Exclusive! One Life Left exclusive! Exclusive. Uh, Video game distribution is a big deal at the moment. Mike, what do you think the future of video game distribution is? Um, I suspect uh, eventually it will be downloadable, but at the moment people do like a shiny box, don't they? They do. And uh, but I, I was initially kind of uh, resistant to the digital distribution thing, but actually I've become extremely comfortable with Steam and things like that. We all like things, though, don't we? Yeah. I mean, uh, time was when I bought a video game, I'd be wouldn't be happy unless I'd got a cloth map inside <laughs> it, or some sort of anti-piracy device. What? I, surely, do you remember those? Surely the online thing is the ultimate anti-piracy yeah, device. I'm but it's not it. the ultimate cloth map, though, is it? Where mm. where are all the cloth maps and what of the cloth map manufacturers? Do you still have them? I believe there's a cloth map for Skyrim. There's really? There's a pre-order bonus, so you have to pre-order it. What if I pre-ordered it digitally? <laughs> is that possible? I think you might get a digital cloth map. It's not the same. mapping. And I, I don't have the cloth maps. What was your favourite? Uh, Ultima 7. Was it? Mm, and the trinket you got. Did you ever frame your cloth maps? I didn't. If I had, maybe I'd still have it today, but I actually like the feel of it against my skin. <laughs> Can you draw on a cloth map with a biro? Why would you do that? What? It's vandalism. There was You're a, game, a monster. <laughs> There's a game called Legends of Valor where you drew all the locations. And Unbelievable. Just you so Games on. are our friends. It's People like you who are the reason we don't have cloth maps anymore. Yeah. Cloth map manufacturers seeing pictures of these scribbled on maps on the internet. Weeping into what's the, what's the point? Yeah. Might as well have been a printout. <laughs> You will never have to pay for another game again. That's if ex-Sony boss man Phil Harrison knows anything about anything. Speaking this week at the Develop Conference, he said, I think, by and large, we're moving towards a free-to-play business model where the entry point is going to be free and you're monetizing the engagement. So, no shops and games will be free. Welcome to Utopia, guys. It's brilliant news, isn't it? Yeah. What are you going to do with all the money you save from not buying video games? Hmm, um... You could take up smoking again. Yeah, I could do, couldn't I? Although that would be detrimental to my health. So? Positive for my image. Yeah. <laughs> mm. You could just walk around with the cash being like, got loads of money. Make yourself look all cool that way. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'll be doing that. Mike, what are you going to do with all, all of your cash? Uh, spend it on Haribo and booze. Oh, yeah. It's great news, though, isn't it, that video games are going to be free from now on? Yeah, I, does that, did that come with some sort of guarantee? Um, I think it was just the musings of a man on a panel somewhere. Right. Uh, a man on a panel. Subsequently Phil Harrison. as news. Yeah. How are you letting her get away with this? She just called Phil Harrison the musings of a man on a panel. Yeah, what does Phil do these days? Just music. Well, presumably, he invented the PlayStation. He's also got loads of presumably, money. Presumably... He's inventing the next PlayStation right now. More than just a man on a panel. And presumably everything on this next PlayStation will be free. Well, he does say they're going to make more money by... So I guess they're they're saying you give a little bit, give a little bit for free, and then people will be like, oh, no, I I really want a bit more. I'm going to pay some more rather than having to pay loads uh, up front. Good strategy. Yeah, well done, Phil. 
developer Rovio is betting everything on its hit game Angry Birds. Speaking at the Casual Connect conference, CEO Peter Vesterbacher explained that the company knows it's unlikely they'll be this successful with another title. He added that they want to be the first entertainment brand with a billion fans, having already secured 250 million downloads. We'll have to wait and see if it pays off being a one-trick flock of birds. Whoa, clever, because it's a bird and pony joke. Yeah. One billion. One billion. Isn't that all of China? Racist. <laughs> so, that's I found this the most depressing news of the week, video game news, that they've just basically gone, yeah, we're giving up now. We're never going to have anything as big as Angry Birds, so that's what we are now. We're just the Angry Birds developer. But it shows no sign of dropping out of the charts, does it? Well, it, it makes economic sense. It just doesn't, you know, from a commercial point of view. It's, uh, we, yeah, but we get what we, what, what we deserve. Me and you. Uh, yeah, and, and... And you're saying this is what everybody. I deserve, Angry Birds, for the rest you of my I life. You are a subset of everybody. That's true. In the, in the Venn diagram <laughs> of life, right. we're in there, aren't we? we? Are. Um, and, yeah, if we keep buying it, they're going to keep making it. I mean, what we should do is, like, have the sort of the end of the Jerry Springer show, where he sort mm. of sits down and he goes, listen... Final thought. Yeah. Mm. Mike, you a big Angry Birds fan? Uh... I don't have a phone that can run it. My phone runs on clockwork. Okay, maybe so. you, maybe uh, speculatively. Yeah. I, I've, is I've, it not I've on played Xbox it once. Live yet? Yeah. No. Well, so presumably, I was trying to get out of him that he knew when it was coming, and then we'd have an exclusive. Oh, yeah. oh wait, what? I, I don't know anything about it. I would love to see a Connect version, but that's says, not a confirmation that says it's going to official exist. Xbox magazines. Why well, don't leave it there? Okay. If you had to speculate on what month they'd release Angry Birds 360 in, which which month would you? Feel? I mean, you know, it doesn't matter. I suspect they would announce that they would release it maybe in the summer sometime. The summer. summer. Can you summer, the summer. Be any more specific than that the month? I'm just going to go with August. Why not? August. And what what colour would it be? Uh, red. Activision's Bobby Kotick has admitted that Guitar Hero was shut down because it had been neglected. The CEO explained to Forbes that the series was put on the back burner while the company concentrated on DJ Hero. He explained it was the double whammy of DJ Hero was unsuccessful and then Guitar Hero became unsuccessful because it didn't have any nourishment and care. So we made what I think was exactly the right decision last year. Following its demise, Kotick is alleged to have told upset fans and staff that the game is living a happy life with a new family on a farm in Wales. (laughs) Um, He needs an accent, doesn't he? from you Kotick. wait what is he he's American well, he's the evil overlord of the games industry isn't he so he's American <laughs> not, I can't do that maybe you could just cackle before everything he says yeah. <laughs> it was the double whammy <laughs> that works uh, so do you buy this reasoning Simon absolute nonsense what it was neglected it certainly wasn't neglected uh, in their annual updates was it wasn't it, it wasn't neglected in their rigid track packs no, also, is Activision not a company that can have two games in development at the same time? Apparently not. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but also we shouldn't be calling it Activision, should we? I noticed everybody calls them Acti now, which really annoys me. Why would the they kids? do that? Aren't they Activision well, Blizzard anyway? Yeah. Well, people on the internet call them Acti. Acti bosses. Acti Blizz. Yeah. And, and Cod Blops. Cod Blops. We're not That's allowed to say that, and you're especially yeah. not allowed yeah. to say We're that. Not super no. not allowed to say Cod Blops is, you know, forbidden. It's dead. Um, so, yeah, this sounds, this sounds like implausible reasoning to me, but I suppose it's nice for... Everyone likes to come up with a reason retrospectively, right? Sure, yeah, but if you're the man that killed something, you can't come back retrospectively and say, well, don't, don't know what happened there. I suppose so. 
Finally, gamers might all be murderers and sociopathic recluses, but they're pretty generous with it. An appeal by Sony for support after the earthquake in Japan this year led to over a million pounds being donated by PSN users. The money will be distributed to aid agencies from each of the donating regions. Sony and Nintendo were among many video game companies donating money after the natural disaster hit. Well done, people involved in video games. This is a thumbs up story. Hey. Well done, positive story to end the. Uh, so who'd have thought uh, video game players are people? Well done. Yeah. They are humans with actual emotions. Well done, human and people. Well, well, well done. By donated, do they just mean they were paying their subscription while PSN was offline? <laughs> oh, I just had to get in. Sorry, just getting. I'm in not really partisan. Bias. Yeah, leave it. <laughs> um, I was thinking maybe One Life Left should start a charity. Because we could call it One Life Left. You can get away with a lot of charities as well, can't mm. you? Yeah. We could get seats at the football matches. Also, there's tax, tax loopholes, aren't there? Yeah, yeah, For our residents' wages without tax. Imagine <laughs> what that would add up to. So what, what, what would our charity do? Give money to... What do people care about? What do people care about? Um... Like animals, animals, birds, angry birds, angry birds, sad, sad or angry birds. Yeah, preservation of the angry birds society. society yeah. yeah, the yeah. RSP. And then what, what would we really do with the money? Uh, um, just drink and Haribo, right? Yep. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantlebury. <laughs> to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We're a video game radio show and that was the news. That's good news. Uh, you, so you are listening to us. You could be looking at us. Uh, we've turned the camera around to face and Scantabry now. Uh, and do we have more more people watching? Uh, oh no. So you know when I was counting the people? Yeah. One of them's me. Uh, <laughs> uh, for, yeah, there's some people there. Uh, come come people find there. us on... Uh, Google Plus. Uh, Google Plus. The link is on our Twitter, which uh, you'll find 
Uh, what Twitter at One Life Left? Well done. And, and the, the benefit of uh, hanging out with us, just hanging out with us on Google Plus, is that obviously you can hear what's being said when the mics are down. Mm. You can hear what we're saying about him and her. I know, and them, and it. Yes. Uh, in the background, you can hear the brilliant coloured pixels by Eight Bitchin Nintendo. Uh, actually, sorry, Eight Bitchin Nintendo. Got the name wrong. That's fine because I'm not a journalist. No, certainly not. You know who is? Mike! Hey! Hi, Mike. Hello, Steve. So this is the interview segment where we ruthlessly interrogate you uh, and ask you who you are, why you're here, what you're doing, because uh, that's what we do. Our, our, our sort of listeners, they don't like us to go easy on the guests, do they? <laughs> I don't know. They don't. Uh, Mike, you're, you're the industry's most well-travelled journalist, aren't you? <laughs> Which you I don't know about that. Every time, I like, yeah, it seems you're off... Every other week or so. There was a two-month period where I was in Vancouver three separate times, which was ridiculous. How, how was it? What, what were you seeing out there? Uh, all sorts of games. Uh, I saw Space Marine, okay. um, which is a Warhammer game. Yeah. Uh, a Resident Evil game called Operation Raccoon City. Yeah. And finally, gosh, I can't even remember. Oh, uh, FIFA. The football game. Sounds like quite the life being it a does. games journalist, doesn't it? Does. it? You, you know, you're here in London, and then you're in Vancouver, mm. then you're home again in London, yeah. and then in Vancouver. Later, back on a plane to Vancouver. And then you're in London, then you're, then you're in Vancouver again. It must be brilliant. It's pretty good, yeah. What class do you fly? Oh, the economy cattle class. Type. Really? But I've developed a sort of a way to slip into a protective coma, which is very <laughs> useful. Do they, do they ever say, listen, Mike, we'll fly you there? But if you really want the good stuff, 8 out of 10. Because One Life Left would never break that sort of thing, would they? We never. can't break our trick, strict scoring system. Yeah. But, you know, this whole... Uh, this are, you, whole are you saying things are more lax? I'm saying, I'm just magazine. wondering... What, are you implying that they've got a range of scores? Harsh, quest- harsh questioning, oh, yeah, Simon. Sorry. Remember? New policy. You know, the uh, seats for questions scandal. Uh, we don't tend to have to do that because <gasps> we are... Uh, Pretty successful Xbox magazine, so we don't we don't really entertain those. Um, I think uh, Mike's suggesting we're not a pretty successful <laughs> Xbox magazine, which of course is fair because we're a a pretty successful radio pretty show, award winning, yes, I believe. Uh, as were you, like you, yeah. Oh, gosh, like, well, let's not. Mike. This isn't just us <laughs> getting together to chat about our awards. Yeah, but like, we brought our. Do you carry yours around with you as well? <laughs> mine's, Simon, in my, mine's in my toilet. Simon wears it around his neck. I do, yeah. It's like Mike, the flavour like, flavour. As, as our friends on the Google Hangout can see. So how, how are things in the lands of magazines at the moment? Um, broadly, uh, okay. We're doing. We're, we're still doing quite well with the biggest uh, Xbox 360. Well, biggest games magazine in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. Is that biggest in terms of readership? Yes. Or mass? Uh, readership and probably mass as well. Could mm. it go broadsheet size? Uh, if only. That'd be amazing. Like physically like that tall. I wonder whether people would stop reading us if we were massive and un- uh, uncomfortable. I think people's love for you runs deeper than just size. Yeah, yeah. it must do, the, right? The, yeah, physical space, I think. Of Those screenshots would look nice, all blown up. Mm. What's the, what's the best thing about being a games journalist? Um, I think, it, aside from uh, being involved in a, an industry that I'm, I'm passionate about, I don't think I've ever met a friendlier bunch of people than than the games industry it just seems like thanks to, yeah particularly <laughs> Anne, who's lovely yeah um, thanks but uh, yeah everyone's really friendly everyone's pretty unpretentious and and happy to get along and and so when there are sort of social uh outings and things like that uh, it's it's always in vancouver off. yeah well sometimes canadians are meant to be nice aren't they apparently so mm. they're Can lovely we get to vancouver? Maybe that's very nice yeah who do we need to know to get invited to vancouver 
one of the many video game publishers that have a studio out there. There's a lot of them out there. Mr. FIFA used to live two roads up from me in uh, in Hitchin. David Rutter. Yeah, interesting. I once bumped into him Sunday morning. I thought he was stalking me. Mm. But no, apparently he lives there. We love FIFA, don't we? Do love FIFA. I'm very much looking forward to it. What, how, how is it, Mike? Very good, yeah. Uh, they've got this crazy new impact engine that means all the collisions are realistic and, and based on physics rather than just animation. But does that make it easier to... So does that make it more fun to play? Uh, it just makes it more plausible. It means you get less likely to be gypped by weird sort of animation bugs and things like that, which mm. and not being gypped is the main thing FIFA players want, I think. Right. And Pez, that's full of gyps, is it? Uh, Pez is doing some really weird stuff as well. They're letting you uh, control two players at once, which I think yeah. is going to cause my brain to overload. That's what FIFA did a while ago, didn't yeah. Yeah, it struck me as being lazy, that, because they can't be bothered with the AI, can they? Well... Oh, you do it. <laughs> they're promising better AI as well. But this they is literally, do. you're controlling one player with one stick and another player with another and trying to... We've said this before, but often the sort of FIFA advertising points are a list of apologies for the previous series. So they go, oh, it's much improved day. We've got no really much improved Would day. we Would we strike a, an airline seating deal uh, for a FIFA exclusive? Oh, yeah, we'd do, we'd do literally anything. Would we? Yes. For, for anyone? To be in FIFA. To be the cover stars <laughs> of FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? That's good. Um, so those are the, that's the high point of uh, being a game journalist. You get to go to Vancouver and meet nice Canadians. What's the low point? Uh, probably reviewing average games. It's, it's kind of fun reviewing bad games because... You can uh, have fun uh, sort of taking the mickey. That sounds terrible, doesn't it? Um, it? It's a lot more interesting to write about a terrible game or a great game. Writing about the mediocre ones, not so much fun. Particularly when there's seasonal instalments and nothing's really changed and you're, you're trying to find new things to say about a game that you wrote about a year ago. What's mm. the most average game you've played? Gosh, uh, recently... I played a game called SBK11, um, which is a super bike game. And I think I've reviewed every oh, We don't like bikes things. on this show. Very average. Yeah. Very average. Su- average super mode average of transport. Yeah. Bikes are very average. Have yeah. you found your bike yet, Simon? I've not found my bike, no. Um, I hope to OLL's legion of uh, fans are out looking for a man on a red bike. It's red, everybody. You see a man red. on a red bike, pull him, yank him off by the <laughs> neck. <laughs> don't do that. Sit on his tummy and call the police. Definitely don't do that. Please do. Okay, we're going to have some uh, Derek Williams and his free market economy now and then we'll be back right after that this week's chart is a little bit silly for reasons that will soon become apparent anyway at number 10 this week dropping from number four is just dance two on the wii it's had 343 days in the top 100 but maybe people are tired of all this being energetic now lego pirates of the caribbean re-enters the chart it's had 113 days in the top 100 interesting to see it selling better than harry potter despite that being the flavor of the month right now it must be that it's newer hey they reach appears in the top 10 for the first time since i've been doing this but it's been lingering around in the top 100 for 346 days people are still pre-ordering during Modern Warfare 3, which rises from 10 to number 7. Evidently, more people are desperate to ensure they get their copy of it, even though I'm sure there'll be 110 billion copies made. It's been in the top 100 for 68 days. At 6 and 5, it's Red Dead Redemption for PS3 and 360, respectively. PS3 version rejoins in the place where the 360 version was last week. Certainly going strong, Red Dead. I sold Undead Nightmare version on Saturday. I'd only added it in stock for about 30 minutes. This has been in the top 100 for 491 days. Battle 3 of 3 limited edition for PCs at number 4, so evidently it won't be. It's had 123 days in the top 100 to get to this point, however, and it's not due for release until October. Who on earth wanted to order it 123 days ago and still have to wait at least twice that long to get it? 
Need for Speed The Run on PS3 is another game that isn't out yet and people are buying 18th of November for that one. Looking surprisingly cheap though for such a title at 25 quid. Four days in top 100. At number two, Zumba Fitness has finally been defeated. It's down from the number one spot for the first time in aeons. It's had 135 days in the top 100. And finally, at number one, is another game that's not out yet and doesn't even have a definite release date inside. It's Star Wars Old Republic with early access and colour stone pre-order bonus, whatever that means. It's this online rubbish, isn't it? MMO. I liked City of Heroes way back in the day. Back in the days when I had free time and wasn't slaving over creating amazing music for my FMEs. Anyway, once again, I'm Derek Williams, and why not come and make topic about how brilliant my free market economy is in the one life left forum at the triforce.com slash forum. listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM, the best radio station in the world, hosts the best video game show in London. South London. <laughs> uh, and this is the Doctor Who theme. It's by K is for Kraken. Love it. Why did you pick that? That's nice of you. Just make you happy. Oh, thanks. Just nice to see how it don't think we will go that far. If you want to email the team, you can do so by emailing team at onelifeleft.com. We also have a website which you can find www.onelifeleft.com And that is where the podcast will go. We have a Twitter at onelifeleft And right now we have a Google Hangout. Just hanging out. We're just hanging out. No big deal. You are out for that? Uh, we're not sure. We're just testing it this time, but you can see it. I think, yeah, if we wave, how long will it take them to wave back? Let's see. Who's first? Oh, look, it's Derek. Email, messages, and forward pieces. One life letters. 
We had loads of letters this week, didn't we? We did. Thank you for your letters. Uh, we put a plea out this morning because you all forgot. <laughs> you? you forgot. Oh, Too busy. But it's weird. They all you remembered when when we they were, were reminded. When they were they were reminded just out of the goodness of the hearts. And a desire for the Letter yeah. of the Week prize. Yeah, so there's a new Letter of the Week prize now, uh, from now on. Uh, letter of the Week will win a PlayStation 3 or 360 game. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, get on it. Get on it. As Ash has done, he got on it. He said, hi, um, Hedge, Hedge, Steve, Cy, Anne, and possible super special guest. Cy. Um, I've been thinking... <laughs> Yeah, you're not going to win, Ash. I've been thinking about how you can increase the number. Of, <laughs> thinking about how you can increase the number of letters your loyal but silent listeners send in. Maybe you could suggest a topic or invite a comment on a specific issue every week. This could be games related or not, or serious or not. Maybe it could be a proper segment of the show. What? Like letters? Um, that was my bit. Sometimes I think about writing in, but don't have much to say beyond "Hello, team, great show." Ego stroke. Maybe the first topic could be this: Am I your most northerly listener? Interesting. Oh. I'm currently living in. Oh, how do you say that? It's in the north of Sweden. Amir. Amaya. Simon, remember when you were mean to our German listener no, for saying something wrong? Right. Saying, yeah, don't yeah. say shoddy for you. Um, you often seem to, to not like the North much. Maybe if you have lots of nice letters from Northern listeners, no, you'll change your mind. That's no, not true. No, I was true. born in the I North. I was born in the North. And Anne, and Anne hates it. Yeah. yeah. I like people in countries that are in the North. What does that mean? I don't know. Thanks, Ash. Thanks, um, Ash. Yeah, no, if only we had a regular letter section. Um, so maybe our first topic could be, what topic should we ask you to write in about? Yeah. Yes, what Question. topic would you like to hear discussed on One Life Left? That's next week's topic. Email team at onelifeleft.com. Hi guys, writes Phil Cooper. I've been thinking about how social media and achievements have been seeping into even single player games. You could be playing an entirely offline single player game, but because of Xbox Live achievements, that's your fault, Mike. Sorry. And Steam achievements, that's Steve's achievement. Yeah, that's yours. my fault. And uh, things like the Bioware social site. That's your Sorry. Byronware. Byronware social site. You're still pretty well connected. Online games are even more social writes Phil in air quotes. Well, they're not air quotes, they're on the page quotes. <laughs> actual quotes. But I put air quotes around them. Not just because of the multiplayer aspect, but because games like Rift now let you connect directly to your social media accounts to tweet and use Tumblr from within the game. Has this sort of thing changed the way you play games One Life Left? It used to be a single player game was a solitary thing, but now even those are played in a weird semi-public setting. Love to hear your thoughts. Well, you're about to hear our thoughts. Think, Anne. Um, I only ever play games by myself. Yeah, but Phil's point was that even those games now sort of boast on social networks that you're yeah, playing Yeah, I just, I don't, no. You don't I like I don't them. connect to the internet. Ah. Do you cut all the wires? Yes. Close the curtains? Yeah. Do you? Do you don't want anybody to know what you're playing? No, I, I don't even want them to know what, that I'm, I like video games. <laughs> Wise. that getting out. Wise. What do you think, Mike? I think uh, achievements are excellent. It's really good fun. But I don't. I, I'm not a big achievement whore. I won't go chasing all of them. I just like them as sort of markers of things I've I've managed to do in the games. Oh, I just thought of something for the charity thing. I might do a cover of TLC's Waterfalls, but about achievements. That's exactly what's, what. Yeah, we okay. have the same idea at the same time. Uh, yeah, I sort of agree with. Uh, yeah, I agree with Mike. They're a good way of keeping you playing. I um, don't like the automatic Twitter hate the Facebook stuff. If you play Facebook games and you put anything on my wall, we are no longer friends. Mm. Is Google Plus all linked up to that yet? Not yet, no, but it will be if you go through the code. There's going to be a games page coming. Really? I yeah. could have included that in the news, but I didn't think it was substantial enough. <laughs> <laughs> Next letter. 
Uh, good day, team, and super special and minty fresh guest. Nice. Uh, I was thinking back today about the golden day of in-game advertising, such as the Chopper Chops in Zool or the Lemonade in Cool Sport. Uh, maybe all the developers who are moaning about how they can't afford to make video games these days could revisit the idea and increase revenue. For example, first level of the next Super Mario game could see Mario popping down to local Tesco's to get some mushrooms or seems, any other supermarket. Seems natural, that's where you get mushroom from. Burnout Paradise 2 could have a feature where after each crash you have to wait for the RAC van to turn up and fix your car. Fable for Connect could come with a voucher for a grief counsellor to pop around shortly after you start playing to help you deal with the inevitable disappointment. Uh, can you think of some other suggestions? Yours until Steve teams up with Mizuguchi to, Mizuguchi to make Chime of Eden. Cameron. Thanks, Cameron. Thanks, Cameron. Thanks, That's Cameron. A I think you're right. But more realism sells, right? That's what people want in video yeah, games. There's been a study about it, yeah. So let's have more realism. Um... Certainly, uh, you know, I don't think Chime would benefit from being more realistic. Maybe sales would. If there were real blocks, like crates dropping down. Or, or like, you could team up with um, a storage company. Who That's have a lot true. Of boxes. Yes. Uh, big so like yellow box. Big yellow box. Yeah. Okay. Do a level just based on. Big yellow boxes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sounds good. Little monodynamic what? texturally. Well, that's you. You've got to deal with that, Steve. Uh, Mike, can you think of any video games that would benefit from realism? Uh, benefit from realism? Mm. Uh, no. I, I None. much prefer None. it to be ridiculous. <laughs> Fair enough. Who's got legs left? I've got one. Uh, I've Mike, got have one. you read one? I have not read one. You've I've got, got one from yet. Chris Beely in Nottingham who says. Hello, I stopped buying second-hand games a while ago because I started to feel guilty about the fact that the people who actually made the game, that's D, um, don't get any profit when the game is resold. I'm therefore totally okay with the online passes, which have been coming in for games such as EA Games because it seems a very fair way of allowing developers and publishers to share in the massive cash bonanza that is the second, mm. second-hand game. This is basically someone writing in to tell, them, tell us that they're happy with the status quo, I think. Okay, good. Okay, great. Um, Thank you. Well, they want to know if anyone agrees, though. Well, I do. I do. I'm I happy do. with I things totally though. agree. Yeah, I, I think that's. I think it's totally fine. I don't understand why everybody seems to be up in arms about it. Like it's basically your choice. You feel. You Derek's just kicked his webcam over on well, Google Plus. No, Derek, I was pointing that out to Anne. That's somebody else now. But they've gone, and all that's left on their camera is a small blinking, flashing light. And I'm. I, yeah. Does it? Does Maybe it that's go them. Are they Johnny Five? <laughs> I think they are. Uh, if you want to join our Google yeah. Hangout, please follow Go the link on Google the Plus. One Life Left Twitter. Sorry, uh, you're happy with the status quo. Yeah, too. definitely. I think if you're buying a second-hand game now, you know that you're not going to get the full experience. So, so it's fine. Dig deeper. Also, they're not taking anything from people. You know, they're, not, they're removing the online portion, so they're not. if you can't enter the code, you're not missing anything. Exactly. Ben Hall, I'm going to cut you, your letter down briefly. And Ben emailed in to say... Um, Stuff about Comic-Con, and then he said, uh, Have you heard from Lee Alexander about my offer for the OLL Christmas party? I tweeted her, but she didn't reply. I guess she was being shy or something. I'm worried that I might have to ask someone else to the party instead. Do you have any ideas? I spoke to Lee. She said she was going to record you something, and then didn't. Interesting. What have we learnt from this? Girls are rubbish. Yep, I, I've not heard anything either, Ben. Well, we can only wait, can we? Can hey, wait? no. Maybe she's just taking her sweet time over this, because... <laughs> She has got a lot to say. Lee, you've yes. got a week to go before Ben blows you out. <laughs> this one's from Sam Ward. It doesn't Dear- work. Oh, why? God. Dear Anne, Steve, Simon and guests, there's a reason I don't write and your bribery has forced me to face up to it. I'm not sure if I'm a gamer. What? 
What, what? are you doing here? No, I'm not a gamer. I don't like that term. It's not a good term. We're, we're anti that term, I think. I mean, I still buy games every now and again. I know which ones I'd enjoy if I only ever took them out of the packet. Yeah. Maybe it's stress, the feeling I don't have time for such frivolous pleasures. Maybe the fact that right now I don't intensely hate my life like I once did, and I'm not forced to escape it to remain sane. Yeah. Maybe it's my worst fear that I've simply moved on. I don't have time to lose myself in single-player epics. Online multiplayer leaves me cold as my perennially dead avatars and my real friends don't come around with their PCs and reels of Ethernet cables anymore. Jobs, wives, he says in plural, and pretending they have a social life seems to take up all of their time. Should have waited to the end of the sentence. It's all right. He's talking about his friends. They have multiple wives. He's got bigamist friends. I still religiously listen to every episode and dread the day that you broadcast your last word. You are the hand-holding mine, keeping me from slipping into the cold, unending waters of adult life. Love the show! Love the show! (laughs) Thanks, Sam. Who's that? That's that's Sam. Uh, Thanks, Sam. Yeah, I think it happens to us all as we grow older. Our gaming habits change. You can say you're not a gamer. Just don't stop playing video games. I'm going to send you. A, we're going to send you one, Sam. Yeah, definitely. We're going to send you one. You can play it, and you can let us know whether that has made you feel young again. Yeah, email us your address, Sam. Please let us know Xbox 360 or PlayStation 3. Thanks a million. You might want to take it out. You might want to take it out. Yeah, he knows that because he has emailed us originally. Sam is not an idiot. Sorry, okay, sorry. Uh, is that the end of the letter section? I have one more if you want. It's very short. It has a question yeah. for each of you. Okay, uh, quick okay, okay. Question for Steve. Do you have a favourite Luminous skin? Mine is the sh- that Shake Your Body one. I don't play Luminous. Chime has superseded it in every possible way. Excellent. A question for Simon. Would you rather have a sword granting you the power of love or the power of self-respect? Power of love. Excellent. A question for Anne. Have you played Bastion? It has a great deal go- of going around in it. <laughs> How do you feel about shooting while going around? Um, no, I haven't played it. Uh, I like oh, shooting while going around is good on the whole. If I'm going to shoot, I prefer to be doing it in more than one place. Excellent. Well, those from Dan Benden. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for all your letters. You know the address to write to us at teamhatwhatlifeleft.com. Um, and if you don't, you do now. We're going to have uh, Wiki Wiki Wawa right now, which is on a very, very specific question. It's Wiki Wiki Wawa. This week I've been sent to investigate a game called Do They Know It's Christmas? I've never heard of it before. It sounds like one of those DVD quiz games. So let's have a look at the Wikipedia article. Wow, it's big. Do They Know It's Christmas is a song written by Bob Geldof and Midge Ure in 1984. 84? Did it come out on the spectrum? To raise money for the relief of the 1984-1985 famine in Ethiopia. Uh, Blah, 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 blah. Ultravox co-wrote the song uh, I don't understand this this doesn't sound like a video game what is a song is it like SingStar hang on I need to do some additional research okay so apparently people called musicians record periods of sound with varying pitch and rhythm and there's like no gameplay or anything and they only last a few minutes I suppose a bit like the sounds you can hear in the background now, except that's just the microphone picking up interference from my brain. The One Life Left team want to know how to make their own single of Do They Know without getting into copyright bother. According to Wikipedia, all you need is a mechanical license through a company such as the Harry Fox Agency, or Limelight. The license costs $15 plus royalties, $0.10 per unit, and the agency handles the rest. But... 
you don't need a license if your work is substantially derivative. So maybe if you mangle the words bad enough, you can get away with it. Right, I think I'll investigate this music thing a bit further. I'm Duncan Timoney and... It's Christmas time, there's no need to banish shade. At Christmas time, we let it <laughs> Well done, Duncan. So, so that answered your question, didn't it? Which was... How do we do Do They Know It's Christmas without getting into trouble with Midjure? I think the answer was, I don't know, I'm going to go and find out some more about music. It's going to be difficult, Midjure. but... We well, ha- we have some news. Yes. It's, pro- it's, yeah, it's progressed from being... Well, we should explain what we're talking about, because we have yeah. come into the, in the middle of this to new listeners. Right, new listeners. And new Sit viewers. down. Um, so, our project for the year, we've decided that we're going to release a charity single. Uh, for charity, uh, not for your ears. So, um, we intend to record a version of Do They Know It's Christmas? Um, and our guests are going to sing lines. Mike? I'll help out, yes. If we'd, uh, if we'd written one, you'd be singing one now. Um, and uh, we're going to work towards our night of music at Nottingham Game City, which, in the news is, it's been actually approved yes. by Game City. Brilliant. By the Game City board. Um, Stamped. Yep. I s- realised we hadn't actually... We'd just been sort of talking about it as if it had happened. It was, it was definitely happening. Polite to ask permission. Well, <laughs> asked whether, we, whether we'd be up for it. Um, Ian, who organises Game City, our favourite uh, video game festival, said, this sounds preposterous. You have my 100% backing. That's why I love So him. it's going to be a special night. I it think. is. So, uh, yes, yeah, so it's building towards all the guests at Game City are going to come uh, for this night where we're all going to be singing and stuff. And, and at the end, or towards the end, we're going to invite them all on stage and we're going to get them to recreate the Band-Aid video uh, with some of them dressed as, with Martin Hollis dressed as Bono smoking. <laughs> essentially why we're doing this. So, um, as part of that, we thought about, you know, what else could we do with other songs? I think the answer is, we can do anything with anything, really. We can. And so the idea has become, we are going to take, with your help, popular pop songs that you might do at karaoke, and rewrite those lyrics to be to do with video games. You know, seems preposterous, but that's what's been signed (laughs) off on, and that's what we've got to do. So it's an I 8-bit karaoke... 8-bit karaoke. All gamified. Gamified 8-bit karaoke. And Simon, you've been working on one, haven't you? Yeah, I've been slightly caught out because it's not finished. That's okay. Okay. Because we wouldn't want to give away the whole thing anyway. No, we shouldn't. Right, we okay. really, really shouldn't. I'm going to sing it. Really? Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, what we're looking for is, I guess, something like this. I've not, no idea whether it's any good. Okay, but um, can you do the backing to Uprising by Muse? No. Someone has to do the backing to Uprising I by Muse. I don't know how Uprising goes. Come on, I sing it all the time. Sing the first bit. Oh. Can you do the backing? No, I'm doing it. Okay, so then uh, the words are going to go. Um, <clears throat> Peter Marlin, you is in the room. His PR transmissions will resume. He'll try to push dogs, keep us all dumb down, and hope that we will mind the barking sounds. Another promise, it's a real-time scene, but pre- but, sorry, but pre-rendered just to keep things clean. Um, and that's how far I, I got. It's good. But, it's, but the chorus goes. Okay, so like, I know this bit, yeah. We'll I go with They will... So it'll be he will not something us. He yeah. will something... Da, 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 because he made 
poor penis. <laughs> it basically works. It basically works. It works well enough. And yes, listeners, it will work well enough. That's what we're asking you to do. So take any song that you like that you can imagine, the One Life Left, left team, or even you. You? Yes. No, it's not just going to be us singing. No, it's no. not. Sing, but we will do if I'm you want sing, that to happen. Yeah, I'm going to sing Populous. You don't have to sing it. You don't have to come to Nottingham and sing it. That's what I'm saying. Someone will sing it for you. You can just be the songwriter. Be the talent. You can you put can words in our mouths. <laughs> Yeah, if not a song in our heart, um, which I think I've proved we cannot carry. <laughs> but please do that. You know the address. Team at oneleftlift.com. We will be appealing for that over the coming months. We will reveal some more of the songs that we've done. Maybe yeah. one a week, in fact. Maybe one do a you week. want to wake, work on a Take That Song for next week? Um, I will attempt to. And I will do something as well, yeah. presumably Taylor Swift related. Oh. Amazing. Uh, and uh, and yes, uh, Mike, do you have any songs you'd like to see gamified? Um, this is what gamified should mean, shouldn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. Make it. Channel 4. I, just about any pop song from the last 10 years, I'd be happy to hear. Okay. Excellent. Right. right, so we did have another letter to deal with, which wasn't strictly a letter to us. Okay. Um, it was a letter to one of our new correspondents. Uh, which I forwarded to her. We have a new Japanese correspondent, you'll remember, from a few weeks ago. I do remember. Ariel Angelotti from Q Games. Right. And uh, one of our listeners wrote to her, and I forwarded it on, said, Dear Ariel, I just saw some photos of some dudes <laughs> at Q Games wearing yukatas. They were crazy, like dressing gowns, bathrobes, but worn in public. So other people can see you. Is that typical for a Japanese development studio? And how does that affect games you play? I imagine games where your body is the controller are hard when every gesture could lead to a potential wardrobe malfunction. Is that why Kinect isn't doing well over there? Are the Japanese really frightened of accidental nudity during games? I'm in favour of it myself. I wouldn't want to live somewhere where I can't play Call of Duty in the sauna with my bros like real guys do. What a crazy country you live in. The typical dress code for Japanese game developers is similar to that of game devs elsewhere. You come to work wearing pretty much whatever you want. That could be jeans and a t-shirt for some people, cat ears for others, and yes, we may even wear yukatas on those particularly rowdy days of the year, when hundreds of thousands of people fled Kyoto for Gion Matsuri, a summer festival full of delicious street food, building tall floats, and barrels of booze. Those are the days we look particularly spiffy, but that's certainly not always the case. For instance... No matter how cold it is outside, a certain programmer here at Cute Games always wears shorts, and he has a penchant for strutting around the office sporting one black sock and one white sock. They may even have holes in them, a Japanese fashion faux pas on the scale of wearing your clothes inside out. That makes sense if you consider how often we have to take our shoes off in Japan when we're at home, going out to dinner, and even when we're hard at work. Yes, we put our shoes in the shoebox in the morning and sink into our comfy slippers before we start the workday. Except hole in socks, guy. And hobbit feet guy. Yes, working at a larger, stuffier company would certainly put a damper on our wardrobe options. Not to mention the fact we wouldn't be able to wear yukata to work ever. And that makes me really thankful I work somewhere I can express creativity in the way I dress. Holland Socks guy is thankful too, I'm sure. Needless to say, Japanese wardrobe malfunction mishaps are hardly reasons why the Kinect isn't doing well here in Japan. I'd say that's a result of the Xbox 360 not selling as well in these waters. Remember, Microsoft has an image of being a foreign, PC-centric company, and I think that scares away some potential customers. Sony has captured the hearts of gamers Japan over by positioning their hardware as a virtual JRPG tap, not an FPS giant, an image the Xbox hasn't been able to shake. 
Microsoft has been pushing to capture that same market in recent years, and maybe their labors will produce succulent fruit in the future. Who knows? Maybe you'll be able to hop into a scolding hot Japanese hot spring and throw down some Call of Duty with your Japanese bros soon enough. Or maybe Japanese people just aren't that into increasing their kill to death ratio. Thanks, Ariel. Some more insight there from Japan. Do we get to. Oh, sorry, sorry no, I was just wondering. Do we, do, we, do we get to uh, just ask Ariel questions? Yeah, of course. If anyone wants to send Ariel a question, please write into. Team at OneLifeLeft.com. And I will forward that along. Reviews. Anne. Hi. I know you're busy waving at the listeners who so are hanging out. Uh, appeared. Uh, have you been playing anything this week? Yeah. Uh, I played. Oh, Sweatshop. Really? This is Parky's game, isn't it? Parko! 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 Oh, we love Parko! We do don't love yeah. Parko! The Wait, Judas. Do we? No, we do. Best we friend do. of the show, he's, Parko. He's our, we love you so much, Simon Parkin. We were. Kiss him. When we were bullying you, we were only joking. It's like when. When you're when you're very young and you're in the playground with a girl you fancy, you don't know how to react, so you pull her hair. You're pulling your hair. But actually, you just want to take her behind the bike sheds. <laughs> do you? <laughs> do you? Um, oh yeah, you were born in the north, weren't you? If only you had hair. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it's really good. Uh, it teaches you about sweatshops and how they are bad and makes you a trainee manager of your own sweatshop. Oh, so it's an anti-sweatshop game? Yes, not pro. Oh, really? Yeah. So will you still be shopping at Primark after this? Not saying they have anything to do with sweatshops, I'm just... I don't shop at Primark anymore. Will you still be wearing Nike trainers? Primark, of course, made a One Life Left t-shirt. Uh, yeah, they, they did. did. Yeah. Unauthorised, though. Not, no, and not it, still, sanctioned. it still had the blood of children on it, didn't yeah. it? Right. Nothing to do with sweatshops. <laughs> it was just after one of your just afternoon activities. Exactly. Hell of a night. Um, yeah, so you are uh, put in charge of this little um, little sweatshop, and you get to employ different people, and you can make them work really fast, and you have to make sure they're hydrated, otherwise they'll die. Um, and... Uh, each little level is um, cut up by these the, the characters, the, the manager and uh, the little sweatshop dude who chat to you. So it's sort of like a tower defence game, right? Uh, yeah, if you're defending people. People's rights. People's rights, yes. It's a people's rights tower defence game. Do you think they're game. worth defending? Uh, I mean, if they're Has not, it taught you nice. anything? Uh, yeah, don't work people too hard without giving them at least a bit of water. So maybe we should talk to residents about that. Yeah, we should, because we've been cut off. What are you going to give it? I'll give it 7 out of 10, I reckon. Mike, what have you been playing? Um, I've been playing the official Captain America game, <gasps> which is uh, not not that great. Um, it's it, The problem with it is, is it desperately wants to be Arkham Asylum, uh, the okay. Batman game. Uh, One but of Simon's favourite games. Though. Yeah, yeah. It's be- but because because they're not quite as capable as Rocksteady, it sort of feels like less than the sum of its parts because it doesn't quite reach the sort of giddy heights of, of the Batman game. Mm. Also, Captain America is a vastly different superhero to Batman, isn't he? Well, he jumps around and punches things. Uh, in He's exactly not as sad the same as way. Batman, is he? Ooh. Batman's really sad. Yeah, well, Captain America's parents murdered in front of him as a child. I think he was bullied as a child. Really? So, I'm not Ooh. sure about the Yeah, murder. probably by Simon. Yeah. Because he starts off as a weedy man and then he's pumped full of steroids and becomes America's hero. So there's a lesson That for might us be all an that. allegory, yeah. yeah. So he's uh, so it's third person beat him up uh, sort of adventure, adventure game. Yeah, with some sort of hacking bits and So if you liked Arkham Asylum you might get a little bit out of this, but ultimately you'll still end up 
pining for the uh, new Batman. Game. Yes, I think you'll, that's exactly the situation you'll find yourself in. What score are you going to give it? I would give it 7 out of 10. Excellent. Simon. Uh, I've been playing Sid Meier's Pirates on the iPad. Interesting. Is that a game about software piracy, Simon? Um, yeah, well, I didn't pay for it. I did. I bought it with my own money. Um, yes. Uh, no, it's not. It's 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 the old Sid Meier game um, from years ago. Uh, which I've is... never played Pirates, so you're going to oh, have to describe it to me. Do. Well, it's a swashbuckling tale of revenge where your parents are... Are they murdered or they're captured You are or obsessed. Well, no, it's like, yeah. Um, it's like Batman, isn't it? Um, essentially, yeah, so it's, it's essentially Batman Arkham Asylum. Okay. Um, on, on but the it's not, is it? What do you do in the game? So it's an open world game. You start off as a young, um, a young pirate out uh, making your first adventures. You go around recruiting people, lots of mini-games. You find treasure. You um, capture other ships. You do all this sort of stuff. You can, you can have some lovely interest. Really? Hey. Various can governors. You? you get to daughters. dance, don't you? You get to dance with so the governor's be... daughters. And then the jealous fiancé might ask you to a duel by the fountain and then you fight him. What if you meet another handsome pirate? Yeah, One thing leads to way. another. Yeah, exactly, you know. And, um, so, yeah, that's fine. Um, and, and, and so, yeah, it's good. It's really, really brilliant. And on the iPad, it's, it's, I, I don't think it's, it's been better than this. The touch controls work really well. Um, it's essentially the same game you've played for many, many years, but you just pick it up and just... Just play it and turn it around. Yeah, stuff. Um, and it's weird because actually this, it, this, it's... It's actually, if you think about its component pieces, they're not very good. But to, <laughs> no, but they're not. But together, it's a brilliant game. Absolutely brilliant. Awesome. Best game on the iPad so far, 7 out of 10. What about you, Steve? I've been playing Death Spank. Pardon? I know. But what video games have you, you been playing? Oh, weird lol. named video games. So I picked up Death Spank in the AA sale for £4.99. Previously, the price tag of £9.99. Mm. Uh, had not interested me because it was called Death Spank. Right. And I'd heard basically good things about it, but I thought it's called Death Spank and it's meant to be a funny game, and if I don't like the title, I'm unlikely to like the humour. How wrong I was. Whoa! It's really funny, and it's a really beautifully produced game. It's a third person uh, beat-em-up, sort of Diablo elements in there, very light in that you go around, killing lots of enemies, uh, doing very, very simple puzzle quests, and picking up the armour, replacing your older armour with new armour getting stronger beating up bigger enemies going to different parts of the landscape but it's so well scripted and it's so funny and nice well acted well put together I've been really enjoying it wow I know it's written by Ron Gilbert isn't it that's right and interestingly um, I was playing that game and my girlfriend came in halfway through and there was some joke and she went that's the sort of joke you'd find in Monkey Island Whoa! Sort she of knows analysis. her stuff. She does know her stuff. Pretty impressive, isn't it? Uh, so yeah, I, th- I think it's an excellent game. I would recommend it to everyone as long as you can get over the Death Spank title. I mean, were you put off by the Death Spank title as yeah, well? No, it's yeah, no, yeah. weird. Yeah. I was as well. Yeah, but it's, it's maybe genuinely grown up. Maybe, or maybe regressed is yes. more likely in the last uh, in the last however year. So seven out of ten for that. And. Uh, if you have any thoughts on our reviews, please feel free to email us. Team at onelifeleft.com. So that's not the only commentary we have had on video games this week. We've been lucky enough to have another contribution. From Who's our, this from, Steve? From our young listener, Ella, who this week has designed a music game. I'm Ella, I'm five, and I'm going to be making a music game. In this music game, it's a matching game. So there's one dot... And you have to find the one dot, two other dots, then the one dot to the one dot, and it keeps on going. The one funny thing about this game is, well, that 
isn't any songs. It's just a piano that, to make it look a bit musicy. You're a little ducky who hops along. There's one for a DS, an iPod, iPhone, computer, laptop, anything electric. When you see a button saying press, press, you have to press it, the DS screen. And if you don't follow the right way, there's a big trap. Someone comes and shoots you the duck's face. <laughs> I think Nintendo should do it because I think the Pokemon's very fun. And I think this could be fun too. Bye 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 bye. Thanks, Ella. She's uh, the future. She is the future. the future. If any uh, games makers are listening to this and want to buy Ella's idea from One Life Left, Don't that buy idea, Ella. that idea is property of One Life Left. Yes, yeah. uh, and we are prepared to enter into negotiations. Yeah. or we'll see you with our fullest force. How full is our force? It's just the most. Did any lawyer? Didn't we appeal for a lawyer? The other yeah, we did. Apparently, lawyers don't listen to us. Really? So we can say what we like about them. Oh, <laughs> lawyers don't listen to us. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> no, but seriously, if you are a lawyer, get in touch because we really need to sort out this. Uh, do they know it's Christmas thing? <laughs> Otherwise, we'll find it very hard to donate a lot of money to charity, and that will be on your conscience, lawyers. Talking of which, Mike, what are you doing at the weekend? Oh, yeah. I'm doing a triathlon, like a mental. And you're doing it for charity? Yes. And how? do we give money to you? Uh, there is a website which is http colon slash slash bit.ly slash tri hyphen and then hard so try hard. Try hyphen hard. Yeah. Bitly try hyphen hard. That's the one yeah. Um, and who, what's the charity? Uh, Cancer Research UK. Excellent stuff. Well good luck with that because that's something ridiculous like riding a million uh, miles it's, uh, hops it's a hops, <laughs> yeah, hopscotch yeah. for a bit. Barn dance. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, 1.5 kilometre swim, 40k bike ride, and then a 10k run. At and you're doing all up. of this in a video game, right? Uh, yeah, Daily Thompson's Decathlon. <laughs> that sounds all right. IBM XT. No, he's doing wild. it in real life. Uh, what? Yes, what? yes. Who good luck, that? No human can do good that. Good luck, Mike. That's good luck, yeah, Mike. Good luck. Thank you to do. <laughs> no. <laughs> Say oh, no, it properly. Sorry. Good, good luck. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's better. That's it's been better. nice knowing you. <laughs> So that brings us to the end of episode five of season seven of One Life Left. Cool. Uh, we were slightly distracted by the technology of hanging out, so apologies uh, for me not having my mind 100% <laughs> focused on the show and your top during not 100% it. I'll be honest on. with you, I couldn't tell you what any of your news stories were about. And, yeah, um, true. But yeah, we'll, I think we'll try and do that again. We I will think. try and do that again. Yeah. Um, thank you very much for listening and joining in with our hangout. If you're listening to this on the podcast, sorry we couldn't hang out with us. Why not try? Maybe we will anyway. Yeah. We'll be around. Yeah. Um, thank you to all our feature contributors and musical brilliant people. What do you call yeah, them? Um, we need to know what you call musical people in mm. time for being musical at Nottingham. Bands? Mm. Authors. Yeah. Just excellent musical contributors as well this week. Musicists. We will be back next week. In the meantime, please send us your chip tune versions yes. of songs, songs your, we'll your gamified yeah, versions you of songs them out. as well. It can be you. It can be you or it can be the audience. Or, or, or you, you want us can... to do it on the show, that's what I mean. If you want us to sing them out for you, then we will try. Yeah. We will try. Mike, thank you ever so much for coming in. Thank you. Thank you. Um, good luck at the weekend. Thanks. Let us know how you get on, won't you? Will do. We'll see you all next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Oh, <laughs> my